This, this is Bear Down Wednesday. 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 Welcome to Bear Down Wednesdays. This Wednesday, and we are going to talk about the Chicago Bears. This episode, Mitchell T. Slinging at D. The D is for deep ball. Hello, my name is Jason Bell. I'm the host of Bear Down Wednesdays. You can uh, find us on Twitter at BD Wednesdays. Also, if uh, you want to send an email, bdwednesdays at gmail.com. Of course, you can find us on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Today's edition, a very special Mitch Trubisky edition of the uh, the podcast, Mitchell T. Slinging at D. The D is for deep ball. We are here to celebrate the Bears' glorious win. Uh, this needs to be cherished. A glorious win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 48-10. to 10. Bear Down Wednesdays. This, this is Bear Down Wednesdays. All right, so this just might have been the best thing that could have happened to the Chicago Bears. They were 2-1 and one heading into this game in first place in the north. But uh, a lot of critics, a lot of noise in the system. Talking about Trubisky is a bust. He misses open receivers. How come he's not Patrick Mahomes? How come he's not Deshaun Watson? piss on that fuck that mitchell t baby six touchdowns you know what i'm saying uh not sure if the playbook was opened up or if the tampa bay defense is just that bad but wow like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what happened they did that to an nfl team i don't care that it was a home game i don't care that tampa bay had a short week uh or a quarterback controversy i don't care about any of that they are professionals they are all elite at what they do Fitzpatrick went for 400 yards a game, and then he played the Bears, and then he was on the bench. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is a monster, and he had a, he had a big game, big enough that uh, the Bucks wound up with 10 points. Um, first of all, Trubisky, that kind of game is legendary. That's like they were talking about what Johnny Lojack, like as far as the touchdown passes, like I mean, just unreal. That kind of game is legendary. That's a game I'll remember on my deathbed, and it's always important when you watch a football game to think, is this going to be cool enough that I'll remember it when I die? Um, Mitchell T showed every reason, reason why the bears picked him that high in the draft. Um, the first thing he's a mobile quarterback, you know, he's not like a running quarterback, like a Michael Vick, but he's, he's fast as hell. Like, I mean, this season you've seen him elude defenders and extend plays and do things of like that, but we've never really seen him take off for like big yard gains, but he's freaking fast. Like that dude is athletic. Like, wow. And then his passes, um, they were just beautiful. I mean, they were just rainbows, perfectly placed. I don't know if like every Bucks defender fell down on every play, but it seemed like every Bears wideout had about 20 yards of wide open space. But the timing, I mean, he was dropping that thing in there. He's hitting lots of people in stride. Uh, he had no problem hitting open receivers on Sunday. So, you know, Mitchell T, all, all props to him. But another guy on this team, Tariq Cohen, uh, he made, it, made, a, made a name for himself last year, made a lot of big plays. Very little, very fast, very difficult to uh, cover. And actually, the quote during the Fox telecast of the game, quote, Tariq Cohen is a matchup nightmare. Um, that's a quote. Uh, go ahead and cover him with a linebacker if you want. And it got me to thinking about the New Orleans Saints and actually Alvin Kamara and even just fantasy football. Like running backs, you don't get the running back who gets 25 carries anymore. Like when I was a kid, a running back would have 25 carries, 100 yards, and he was a horse. Like now... They might get like 10 or 12 carries, but they might get like eight or nine catches. You know, like if you're a, you're a running back who can't catch, like you're kind of obsolete. And I think 
that's a big part of the reason there was all those Jordan Howard rumors. When Nagy got hired, people are like, oh, Howard isn't a receiving running back. It's almost like running back is just a different type of receiver. Like they're just going five wide or six wide and just pitching that thing all over the field, man. Wow. Just very impressive. Very impressive. And then, of course, the defense, Khalil Mack, what can you say? At this point, it's getting ridiculous. But uh, for the Bears to have this type of defense and then the offense to flash this and have Nagy, you know, calling the shots and maybe Mitchell T developing a little bit here and this era to be that good, people are definitely talking playoffs about these Chicago Bears. So first up uh, from this game, the Tampa game, Mitch Trubisky, 354 yards passing, six touchdowns, zero picks, leading rusher on the day. Mitch Trubisky, three carries for 53 yards. Uh, Tariq Cohen also had 53 yards rushing on 13 carries. Uh, Tariq Cohen, not a bad game, uh, 53 yards rushing, 121 yards receiving on seven catches uh, with one touchdown. That looks like 20 touches for 174 yards for Cohen. I'm doing the math in my head. Uh, oh, by the way, Taylor Gabriel, 100, 104 yards receiving, seven catches, two of those touchdowns. One of them, a real nice one down in the uh, red zone. He like just kind of flipped it to him. It was just a – man, it's just crazy. You don't see the Bears – like they look like Oregon. On that play, they legit look like Oregon Ducks. And it's just crazy to see the Bears do that because, I mean, there's been so many years that John Fox and Lovey Smith where it's like three yards in a cloud of dust. Like you got to drink a pitcher of beer, maybe even a pitcher and a half to get through that. But like with this, they're doing crazy Oregon stuff, dude. We'll see how this looks in December, but damn, it's fascinating. Uh, Jameis was the leading passer for the Bucks, 154 yards, one touch, two picks. Ronald Jones, the leading rusher, 29 yards. Deshaun Jackson, as I mentioned, five catches for 112 yards. Uh, he's fast too, that dude. I mean, he's been in the league like 10, 11 years. He's fast as hell. Damn. All right, anyway, coming up next, we're going to go inside the numbers. Inside the numbers. numbers. Inside. Inside. The numbers. All right, so inside these numbers, we're going to look at some league leaders in passing, rushing, receiving, uh, most likely sacks, and we'll see where the Bears rank and how they are doing as far as developing stars. Uh, the league leader in passing right now, Ben Roethlisberger. It is no longer Fitz Magic, but uh, Big Ben of the Steelers. For all their struggles, that dude's putting up 1,400 yards passing. Uh, it's actually 1,414. Uh, that leads the league. Just a quick side note, everybody's shitting on Derek Carr and the Raiders, but he's actually the fourth highest passer in the league right now, 1373 in the air. Where's Mitchell T? Uh, Trubisky, the leading passer for the Bears, he is good for 19th in the NFL right now. And don't laugh because last week he was 26. So his big explosion bumped him up seven notches. Oh, by the way, Mitch Trubisky, 19 with uh, 945 yards passing this year. Number 20 is one Mr. Tom Brady. 918 yards passing. I'm just saying. The leading rusher in the NFL right now is Zeke Elliott of the Cowboys. That seems a little more familiar than Matt Breida. Uh, Zeke's got 426 yards rushing. Of course, he had a big game against the uh, Detroit Lions. Leading rusher for the Bears, Jordan Howard. He's got 203 yards rushing this year. That's good for number 19 in the league. That's a little bit lower than what we'd expect. And that's also <clears throat> an average of just over 50 yards a game. In order to uh, rush for 1,000 yards, you need to go for 62 and a half yards. So that's, uh, you know what? I don't think they have, like, when I, I talk about stars, I think the stars is uh, really just a quarterback, and they just spread the ball around. We'll take a look at the receiving here in a minute. Um, Jordan Howard, like I said, he's 19th in the league rushing. 18th is TJ Yeldon, and 20th is Sony Michelle. So, you know, that's a little disappointing with Howard. You know, he's been up in the top five, top six um, traditionally. Leading receiver in the league, Julio Jones of the Falcons, 502 yards receiving already. That dude might have like 2,000 yards if he keeps doing this. Uh, Allen Robinson of the Bears, 
their leading receiver, 217 yards in the air. That's good for 46th. He was like in the 20s or 30s. Now he's down to 46. 217 uh, for the season. He's right around O.J. Howard and Mike Williams. O.J. Howard, 45th. Mike Williams, 47th. A lot of... Uh, uh, if your leading receiver is around O.J. Howard, you're kind of like, whoa, what's going on? But I think that's just it. Is like they don't have like an Antonio Brown. It's not just one guy they lean on. I think they pass it to like eight dudes or nine dudes. And like this week, Treat Cohen was a monster. And then like next week, you know, maybe next week Robinson goes nuts. And then, you know, Gabriel had 100 yards. I think they literally just pass it around to like eight different dudes just to keep the defense on their toes and just it makes it that much harder to defend, I would imagine. But anyway... I'm not worried. Hey, 48 to 10, you cannot criticize. It's, it's almost like, you know, seriously. Leading uh, leading sack man in the NFL, Demarcus Lawrence of the Cowboys going nuts. He's got 5.5 sacks already. And number two, Mr. Khalil Mack of the Chicago Bears, he's got five. He's, uh, he's gunning for that uh, Defensive Player of the Year award. Anyway, coming up next, we're going to get some news and some injuries and all kinds of stuff. News and injuries and shit. News. Injuries. Shit. It's news. And injuries. And shit. All right, so if you go into your Bleacher Report app and you click on Chicago Bears, these articles are infinitely happier than they were last week or even the week before. And that's and that's coming off of wins, by the way. That I, I love the Chicago media that they're just shitting on the Bears and they win because they beat the Seahawks and the Cardinals. A win is a win. But anyway, uh, the big news, Bleacher Report, Chicago Bears, The Ringer with an article, How Khalil Mack Can Become NFL MVP in Six Not-So-Easy Steps. Spoiler alert, defensive player isn't going to win the NFL MVP. It's not going to happen. NBC Sports Chicago with a big article, Nagy warns his team after the 38-point blowout of the Bucks. I love to see that because I'm sure uh, they were celebrating just like I was celebrating. NBC Sports Chicago with another article, Bear grades straight A-pluses for the biggest win in recent memory. Uh, cheers to that. The Sun-Times with an article, The Little Things Added Up on Trubisky's Huge Day. Oh, man, he might not be a bust. Holy cow. Pro Football Focus with, a, with an article, Khalil Mack eyeing second Defensive Player of Year award. I think I just mentioned that earlier. And uh, a little bit of injury news, NBC Sports Chicago reporting Bears linebacker Sam Acho. Sam Acho, I apologize for that. He's out for the year with a torn pectoral, which sounds like a horrible injury. He's considered a valuable depth option and special teams player. Coming up next, we're going to look at uh, Mitchell T. Slinging at D. The D is for deep ball and one Mr. TB12. Mitch Trubisky. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. All right, so we're basically comparing uh, Mitch Trubisky, his second year of starting. We're comparing him to Tom Brady during his second year of starting, which was 2002. Uh, in Brady's first year, he averaged 189 yards passing a game. Mitch averaged 182. So I feel like, hey, it's basically the same guy. It's basically the same guy. How, how do they progress? So in Tom Brady's fourth game of the year in 2002, September 29th, 2002, the Patriots were at San Diego. Chargers got a big win, 21-14. to However, Tom Brady went for 353 yards passing in the air, two touchdowns, two picks, and 83.3 passer rating. Where, of course, uh, Mitchell T, we just mentioned, he went for 354, so he only beat Brady by a yard. Brady throws for a lot of yards. However, uh, the six touchdowns and no picks – gets uh, Trubisky's passer rating to 154.6. We have to give the nod to Mitch right there. The first three games of the year, uh, Brady had a better game. Mitch definitely had a better game here. And as I mentioned, uh, Brady really finished the year low. He had like six games under 200 yards passing to wrap up uh, that season. So Mitchell T might catch Trubisky. But at this point, Mitch uh, is passing for 239 yards a game. 
Brady is going for 332 yards a game. So he's got him by like 90, 93 yards. So Brady gets the nod there. Uh, Brady has 11 touches and four picks at this point, whereas Mitch has eight touches and three picks. So pretty similar. Brady with a lot more yards and a lot more touchdowns. Other than that, virtually the same. Virtually the same. Shouts out to Mitchell T. Keep slinging that deep ball, baby. This week in 1985. 1985. This week in 1985. All right, the 1985 Chicago Bears. Best team in organized sports history. Any league you played in, any intramural team you played on in college, frisbee football, basketball, tennis, the 85 Bears are better than you and your crappy team and whatever the hell you did. In 1985, September 29th, 1985, the Chicago Bears played the Washington Redskins at Soldier Field. They won 45 to 10. That's what's up. The Skins came in. They went up 10 nothing. They're thinking, oh, we're going to beat the Bears. We're going to beat the Bears. Bears go up 31-10 at the half. That's how they do it in the second quarter. Uh, Jimmy Mack, 160 yards in the air, three touches and a pick. Walter Payton with a 13-yard touchdown pass. Yeah. That's what's up. Jimmy Mack had 36 yards rushing to lead it. And uh, Dennis McKinnon, leading receiver with 50 yards and a touch. Real quick fun fact from that game, Walter Payton, Jim McMahon, Dennis McKinnon, and Emery Moore had all had touchdown catches. I don't know if you remember uh, Walter's touchdown pass to Jimmy Mack. I sure do. That is the stuff that dreams are made of. Go Bears. Go Bears. Oh, the 85 Bears are 4-0, by the way. Sneak peek. Coming up. What's next? All right, so we're back to do a real quick sneak peek. And to what's coming up for the Chicago Bears. And hey, it's a bye week. That means they don't play a game. So they basically have the best game ever. They get to watch film and then they just get to hang tight. This is an early bye week. I don't like it. I'd rather I'd rather have uh, everybody has a bye week in like 8, 9, and 10. And then there's just like a shitload of buys. Or wait, let me try that again. Everybody's bye week is either 8, 9, or 10. And then there's like just a shitload of teams off. But you like televise every game or whatever. And your fantasy team, you're just like, fuck it. It's like having a bye week, like what? Carolina had a bye last week. It wasn't even October. Like that's stupid. Like now they got to go every week until New Year's. That ain't helping. Is that helping? I don't think that's helping. Fuck that. All right. So anyway, so Bears got a big bye week. Uh, Huge argument on the Bears Under Center podcast this week about what to do during the bye week, whether they should go on vacation or not. Uh, Some people saying, uh, you know, you're a professional athlete, you're in game. You're in season. You should just be watching film and focus. Other people saying that Mitchell T should go on a fishing trip. Uh, I would have to lean towards the, yeah, it's in season. Just, you know, it's one week. Like, what the hell are you doing? Just watch the video and be a pro. You're off for how many months? Um, But ultimately, the answer is this. Win. If you go on a fishing trip and you win, then you needed to go on the fishing trip. If you go on a fishing trip and you lose, you're an asshole. Uh, If you study film and you win, then you're a hero. If you study film and you lose, then you're an asshole. So the answer is win. Um... That's all you need to know. Yeah, really. Uh, Looking at the divisions right now, your division leaders, the Washington Redskins, the Chicago Bears, the New Orleans Saints, and the LA Rams. Uh, Some surprises probably with the Bears and the Skins. Bears over under again was 6.5. Shots out to Vegas on that one. And the wild card teams right now, by the way, would be the Packers and the Panthers. As shitty as the Packers look, they would be a wild card team. Uh, I feel like Green Bay is really in trouble. I think... Everybody talks about the past dynasty ending and dynasty ending. I think this Aaron Rodgers thing, you know, I think the Vikings are definitely better in the pack. But, you know, anyway, we shall see. Fuck it. That's it for this week. It's bye week. I'm going to come back next week. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. It might be a three minute episode. Uh, I'm Jason Bell. Bear Down Wednesdays. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, 
at BD Wednesdays, BD Wednesdays at gmail.com. I'm going to go watch these highlights again. And uh, damn, Mitchell T, slinging that D. The D is for deep ball. <laughs>